0: Welcome to the Beers and Ears Podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. Cue the intense, suspenseful music. It is the revenge of the Diz Games Challenge.
1: Dun, dun, dun. Wow. Oh, and I love, you can't see this, but he's doing the um, uh, The Dr. Evil um, uh, thing from Austin Powers. Ooh, wow, I haven't thought about those movies in a while. Right. Um, Yeah. uh, Welcome, everyone. My name's Matt. We're so happy to have you back on the pod. And back, we we always love doing these Diz Games. We took, I don't know why, but we took a break for a while. And
0: A long while we did. Yeah. Well, I think we tried to do something you know where we brought the Diz Games Listener Challenge on, which was fun and stuff. But these these are fun episodes, and they continually are like some of our top rated alongside our top ten. So yeah, this is fun. Um, we're gonna get into that. And we actually are gonna change it up again. We're always evolving yes yes i don't know why that's an evolving sound but apparently that works so uh, we are we're always evolving but what we're going to do first before we um, do it I, I, I texted matt before before we uh, hopped on i said matt we got we got a new review. We actually have several new reviews. There's several of you guys. We have 29 reviews right now, which we've jumped up quite a bit. Yeah. Mostly five, mostly five stars. Um, 27 of them are five stars. One's a three star review from um, like two years ago where they were asking about the background music bringing that down, which we've done. Awesome. One's a one star review, but they didn't say why it's a one star review. So sorry, uh, we did something to make someone upset. So yeah, I don't know whatever. what it is. They're probably not listening anymore. At this you can't point, please so. everyone. Yeah, you can't please everyone. I, 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 I think a 4.8, I'll, I'll take it. But we have a. Um, a five star review that was literally written two days ago by R. Strayback. R. Strayback. And here's what it says uh, It gives us uh, some suggestions for new shows, which I think are great. Please do an Emperor's New Groove.
1: Done. Done. I will, I,
0: that's fine. I'll do it. Uh, <laughs> a Robin Hood which I think I could actually get into. I'd enjoy that one. And strangely enough you're right, we've not done Tangled.
1: No, we really haven't. I mean, <laughs> I I think because we're always trying to think of some outside the box ones, we tend to forget like the main wheelhouse of Disney properties. Like so. like,
0: like Lion King, we've got a Lion King finally coming up here yeah. in the next couple couple of months. So that that's one. Um he also puts he or she, I don't know if it's a he or she, but um also, how would you rank all the Spider-Man movies including into the Spider-Verse. So I'm assuming he's talking about the original three yeah. with Tobey Maguire, the two with Andrew Garfield, the now three with Tom Holland and in, Into the Spider-Verse, verse, of course. Yeah, um, I can say that I've not seen the two with Andrew Garfield, so it's hard for me to rank those. Um, but personally, and I think I've said it on this podcast before, I think Tom Holland's Spider-Man by far is the best Spider-Man we've had live action um, of all the Spider-Mans. That's my personal opinion. So it, just in that regard, those would be top three in my mind. Although there is something to be said. The original Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire was pretty awesome. And I remember when it came out and how big of a hit it was.
1: Yeah. Um, for me, I would say uh, hmm, Into the Spider-Verse is probably my top one. I, like, I'm with you. Like, I think if you I, put that there, yes, I agree. It, it, that movie just, it's so cleverly written. It yeah. was, it, it, it was an original story, so to speak, that it wasn't like a same kind of Peter Parker storyline, so to speak. But um, then I would say uh, in terms of, I think you got to put um, uh, the newest one, uh, No no Way, no, no Way Home, because it is a culmination of all three of those. I, I don't um, argue.
0: It's not just a culmination of all three. It's a culmination of all Spider-Man because yeah. I mean, it even references to some degree what could be happening in the future with the next into the Spider-Verse
1: too. With exactly, exactly.
0: Black Spider-Man too. You know.
1: Um, and then, to be honest with you, um, it's Spider-Man Two, the original Tobey Maguire Spider-Man Two with Alfred Molina's Doc really? Ock. I, I really love that movie. It, I watched it recently. It still very much holds up today. Uh, yeah. I I very 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 excited that that movie is i think a top three spider-man movie very uh, good. That, Interesting. yeah and then i would i would I, i'm with you i like the tom holland spider-man which you know ultimately is somewhat unfair to the other spider man because you know you're talking into the mcu it's building on the mcu it's taking storylines from that and so it, but but still i i think what they do with it like I think Mysterio as a villain in Spider-Man: Far From Home is very, very good. I think the Vulture in a Spider-Man: Homecoming is very, very good. Um, where and I, I and I like Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin, uh, but I, I just think in terms of just a little bit more interesting villains, I think Willem Dafoe acts the living daylights out of that Green Goblin role. But I think mm-hmm. just as a as a villain, I like Vulture and um, Mysterio better. So I've got. I mean, honestly, Homecoming and 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 Far From Home are kind of interchangeable for me. Then you got the original Spider Man. Then you've got the two Amazing Spider Men. Um, I, I like them, just not really all that much. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I think they were trying to build towards something. There's, I, I think, what gets me about those Amazing Spider Man movies is there are like three to five minute scenes where you're like, yeah, this, oh my gosh, this. This, mm-hmm. do more of this. And then they them. just don't. That's hard to say, yeah. Um, so, and then you have a chasm between that and Spider-Man 3. Just, <laughs> oh, not, I, 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 I despise that movie. Um, it's, it's, it, it, oh, there's so many things that I wish I could it, change it's about so, that.
0: It's so funny because this has nothing to do with Spider-Man, but it kind of relates to the topic, which is, I was on Hulu the other night, and I was watching um, – Hulu's got all the original Batman on it. It's got Batman, Batman Returns, Batman yeah. Forever, Batman and Robin. And I know what I'm about ready to say is highly controversial, but my, I think for my money's worth, the best Batman movie that has been created to date is Batman Forever.
1: I absolutely love Wait, Batman time out. Forever. Is that George Clooney?
0: No, no. That's Val Kilmer.
1: Oh, that's Val Kilmer. Okay, okay. I was about it's to have an with, argument. It's
0: the one with the Riddler and the okay. one with Two-Fix.
1: Yes, okay, um, okay. I'm I'm more accepting of
0: this position. Yeah, no, The Batman and Robin was a piece of smile smelling you-know-what. But Batman <laughs> Forever was really good. I love Joel Schumacher's take on Batman Forever and Batman. The reason why I bring this up is I think the world is just – we need to take a break on Batman for a little bit, like take a pause. Like there are too many iterations of this character, you know, or some would argue that Michael Keaton's iterations, his Batman and Batman returns were one iteration. Then you've got forever and and Batman and Robin kind of is its own iteration. Then you've got the, the Christian Bale series as its own iteration. And then you've got, of course, this other one that was, uh, uh, that was just done with the the DC. And now you got this new
1: one with the dude
0: from twilight. Like, you know, that, I, I, so I, you,
1: you haven't you haven't seen the new one.
0: I, I stopped watching after the the uh, the Christopher Nolan series. Yeah, so the
1: the new one is very good. I I didn't I was not is, expecting so to Batman enjoy out. it, but I I really liked it.
0: I'm just so Batmaned out on it that I hear you. Issue, but
1: yeah, and I think
0: that's what happened. The reason why I bring this up is I I think that's what happened with Andrew Garfield. I think that's where where he he kind of got put into that role and people were Spider-Man out because of what happened with Spider-Man three and, and people didn't know how to place it. And I think Tom Holland's uh, Spider-Man benefits from the fact that we all wanted to see him in with the Avengers. Like if I think if they would have introduced Tom Holland in a separate Spider-Man on its own, I, I don't know if it would have done as well if it wasn't part of the MCU.
1: Yeah, the the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man 2 came out, uh the second one came out around when that whole Sony email leak was happening. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot that went down with that. Um and it was they were they were running into the same problem that DC was running into, where Marvel was building this universe, and they were like, oh, we're gonna build this universe too. And it just never quite felt Organic. It organic. felt like, okay, we're trying to build this. Look, guys, look, be excited about this. And fans were like, well, yeah, we're not. We're we're not excited.
0: All right, the final part of this uh, review that he has, and then we'll move on to our topic today, is Matt. This is a direct question for you, Matt. If you took Bo out of Toy Story four, and then Woody meets her in the end credit scene, would you like that? Would you like the last Toy Story four better? So in other words, take take Bo out of it completely, and he meets her in the end credit scene. Would you Would you like it?
1: Better? This is actually a very interesting question, because, huh? Okay, my gut reaction is like, no, I don't like Toy Story four. But in thinking about this, is some of the reason that I don't like Toy Story four seemingly like, okay, you've got best friends with Buzz. And then all of a sudden, his long lost love comes back and he's like, yeah, never mind. Forget you. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm going to say I'm going to go with. Yeah, actually, Um, that if it if if the Bo Peep thing was more of a side effect rather than like uh, convincing him to leave. I I, I still have my problems with Toy Story 4, but um, I think having that be a, you know, Woody was being neglected. And so he found, he he helped a toy on his own rather than with the help of Bo Peep and kind of found hey, this as his new calling. I, I think I could get more behind that.
0: No, I get what you're saying, Matt. Um, but again, I was a huge Toy Story 4 fan and, and that's already been established on this pod. And I think what it sounds like the biggest contention that a lot of people have with Toy Story 4 is is exactly what you just raised, which is that's this buddy-buddy relationship between Buzz and Woody that goes throughout three entire movies. And then he, like, abandons all that to go be with Bo. Like, I get it. And so if Bo wasn't there and they reconnect at the end, okay, maybe a different story. Anyway, all right. I think we're good. I hope that answers our our reviewers' question. All right, so we're going to move into the Revenge of the Diz Games. <laughs> I don't remember who won last time. I, I can't remember if it was you or me. I think, I, think it, I did. I think you did, too. I think you won, like, last minute.
1: Yeah, but, I think that, I mean, it wouldn't be a Diz Games if someone didn't win last minute. Right. So last time we did this, we kind
0: of revamped it, and we brought it down to five questions plus a final question that was worth, like, multiple points. This time we're changing it up, similar format, five questions with the six bonus questions. But that said, here's how this is going to work at the beginning of each round. uh, Both Matt and I are going to tell the other person what the category of the question is that we're going to ask. Okay.
1: I didn't and ask then, how specific do I, are we being on this category.
0: Whatever you want. I mean, I like I. I plan to like whatever you think is fair. I guess. Oh, okay, like, okay. I'll go first to give you an idea of what I'm thinking, and in that.
1: Oh, okay. Go. Gotcha. Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: So, and then at that point, we're each going to determine what we want to wager, whether it's one, two, three, four, or five points. Okay. Speaking of which, I'm going to put that here. Uh, Casey wager. Matt wager. We got a um, spreadsheet. We got a spreadsheet, to... spreadsheet going. Yeah. 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 So. Um, And so let's say I wager two points on the first question and I get it right. Well, I get two points. If I get it wrong, Matt gets two points. We can only wager that amount once. So if I wager five the first time, I can't wager five on anything else. You got to really kind of play strategically there. And then on the final question, same thing. We can wager anywhere between one, two, three, four or five points. But for each one we get right, we get that wager. But each one we get wrong, we lose that amount so you got to play that very strategically as well and each time we're going to give the um give the the category so we're, we're clear so uh that's the rules um any questions matt on your end let me unmute myself.
1: Um, wow! <laughs> what have <up if> I said that in the in the Zoom age? Yes, <laughs> I just started talking, and I'm like, "All oh, right, he can't hear me." Um, I'm, my allergies have hit me, so I'm hacking up along here. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, no, I'm good. Let's let's do it.
0: All right. Well, then here we go. The Diz Games Revenge of the Diz Games Challenge begins now.
1: Um, I'll go...
0: Yes, thank you. I do have the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire Music. I might put that on. Um, Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and ask my question first so I can get an idea of kind of what what my category is. Okay. All right. This question is about Goofy. Ah. What would you like to wager?
1: Um, I'm going to wager two points. Two points?
0: Okay. Two points. Two points. What is
1: your question about? Uh, My question is – is, uh, let's see, uh, Pixar movie that you hate, but was working at the Disney store during the time of release, so you might actually have a chance of getting it.
0: Okay. I think I'm going to wager two as well. Okay. I think that's a fair one. Okay. So, Matt, here's your first question. Where can you find Goofy at each of the four parks in Walt Disney World? Where can you find Goofy at each of the four parks at Walt
1: Disney World. Okay, well, you could find so, you know, him. Just
0: for, just for clarity, there's one, two, three, four. There's five spots.
1: Okay. Um, well, mute, um, so. I believe at Animal Kingdom, you can find him at Tusker House. There's one. Okay. Um, sorry, maybe I don't need to, uh, let's see. Okay, um, then, oh gosh, let me think. I'm perusing the parks now. Hmm, at Epcot, gosh, where would you find him? Oh, at Epcot, it'd be the character spot. Um, the where you can meet Mickey and There's Baymax too. and yeah, 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 all that other stuff. Um, uh, let's see. Hollywood Studios. Well, let's see. Let's let's process elimination. You're not meeting him in Galaxy's Edge. You're not meeting him in Toy Story Land. Um, you're not meeting him in the Pixar weird back area that just dead ends. Um, um, you can meet him on Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> um, we'll go with that. And at Magic Kingdom, you can meet him uh, in, I uh, almost said Mickey's Toontown, but that's uh, 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 not a thing in Disney World. Um, You can meet Goofy uh, at the train station.
0: At the train station. Okay. Can you go back to Hollywood Studios? I didn't hear your answer there.
1: Oh, Hollywood Studios. Go good. Maybe I'll think about it some more because my answer uh, was not good. Um, Let's see here. Uh, I'm. I'm. I mean, I'm just gonna go like the Hollywood Boulevard. You can meet him on the Hollywood Boulevard. I'll stick with that.
0: All right. You had some good guesses, so you actually missed missed it though. So uh, at Magic Kingdom, um, it's Pete's Silly Sideshow. You can oh at Epcot. You were right. Character spot. At Animal Kingdom, there's actually two spaces you can meet him at okay. Tusker House and in Dino Land.
1: Oh, that makes sense. And then
0: at the Hollywood Studios, it's Hollywood and Vine.
1: Hollywood, Hollywood and Vine. Vine. Yeah, I couldn't pinpo- I couldn't pinpoint where in Hollywood Studios. The other ones I like, kind of had an idea, but
0: yeah, yeah. Hollywood Studios, you actually can't meet him unless you do a character meet and greet so, yeah. or a character dining. Interesting. All right, what's your
1: question? Oh, Pixar. Here we go. Okay. Um, uh, Mike and Sully in Monsters University belong to Uzma Kappa. Name one of the other fraternities in that movie.
0: One of the other fraternities, you yes, said? Yes,
1: there's there are other fraternities. There is one, two, three, four, four, it looks like four other fraternities. Four others. Ooh. Um, We be scaring. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, there's five other fraternities that you could potentially name. You we, can just name, be name one. We be scaring. Uh, we be scaring. No.
0: <laughs> are you um, afraid?
1: Uh, no. They, they okay. Uh, you you are not even close.
0: <laughs> All right. What are they? What are they? Uh,
1: they are roar omega roar. Okay. Uh, uh, theta theta chi or theta chi, uh yep. Python new kappa. Ada hiss yep. hiss and slugma slugma kappa.
0: For the record, I was not at the Disney store when this movie came
1: oh, out. Oh really? Okay.
0: No, I had started right after it came out.
1: Uh, I, 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 ah, yeah. I, I, I thought you were still working there and or had started working there and so I I figured there was probably an event where we had the There were
0: there were leftover plushes and like pens and stuff from when it had come out the year before, but I, I was not there when it came out. So Yeah. All right. Round two. I'll let you give your category first and I'll pick and then I'll do mine. Okay. Uh, My category is the
1: Mandalorian.
0: The Mandalorian. Oh, man. I
1: did did some Star Wars in this one. All right. I'm going to say
0: three on this one. Okay. We'll see. Yeah, I'm a little nervous about that, but all right.
1: All right. My category for you
0: is 1960s Disney.
1: 1960s Disney. Um, okay, well, let me think about what's in the 60s. Okay, not a good sign that I can't really remember. It. <laughs> um, uh, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm, I, this is probably a, a. I guess this is part of the strategy. I'm also. Gonna I'm actually say gonna. Three. Refi-
0: I'm gonna refine. I'm gonna. Re- I'm, I'm gonna refine this a little bit. It might not be 1960s. I'm gonna say 1960s to 1980s Disney.
1: Oh, okay. Well, then you know what? I'll, I'll you know go big or go home. I'm I'm, I'm wagering four. Ooh. Okay. All right. We'll go ahead and ask your question. Okay. Um. What does the Mandalorian trade with the Jawas who stripped his ship in season one, episode two? Oh. He needs his ship parts back. What does he? What does he trade them with? Not best bar, I don't think. Um. Trade
0: with the Jawas for parts for his ship.
1: Yeah. So they the Jawas stripped his ship, and the Jawas are like, "Get us this," and we will give you your ship parts back. And it's episode two, season one, if I'm not mistaken. Is it a droid? It is not a droid. I don't know, then. It is an egg.
0: An egg?
1: Yeah, right, so. he obtains that egg, and then they, like, devour it. Oh, oh that's right. Man, I mean, that seems like ages ago. Oh, yeah, that was like pre- that. I, that, was,
0: <laughs> that was pre-COVID, Matt. How do you expect yeah. me to remember that? Come on, man. It's like, <laughs> that's like 2019, Jeez. All right. All right. Says the person who's
1: about to ask me a question from the 1960s and 80s.
0: (laughs) Fair enough. What number is featured on Herbie the Love Bug?
1: Oh, shoot. Oh, I know this.
0: Oh, (laughs)
1: son of a biscuit. What
0: number is featured on Herbie the Love Bug?
1: Which is one of the most underrated parts of the All-Star Movies Resort is the Herbie part
0: because yeah, A lot of people don't know what it is. That's why.
1: Okay. I don't know why I think this, but it's my first gut reaction. So I'm going to say 53.
0: Yes, you are correct. Oh. Nicely done. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Apparently,
1: <laughs> I have a, a good enough memory of Herbie the
0: Lovebug to. Uh... Here's where it comes from Herbie's number 53 came from a Disney director or producer that liked the retired baseball pitching star. Don Drysdale of the Los Angeles Dodgers. 53 was Don Drysdale's uniform number.
1: Okay. Yeah. Interesting.
0: All right. You are killing me. Uh, this is round three. And my category is
1: Well, here, let me give mine first. So then then no, you gave
0: yours first last time. Did I? Yeah. Oh, we're thinking
1: okay. Never mind.
0: Um, okay. Disney acquisitions.
1: Oh, um, okay. So I what have already wagered two and four. Mm-hmm. Um, Disney acquisitions. You know I'm gonna I'm gonna go three on this one. Okay. Okay. And I'll then this one is MCU movies. I'm gonna go four. Okay. Okay. I'm hope, I'm hoping I can do it.
0: <laughs> All right. Here's my question. Disney has acquired and owns many companies and subsidiaries. what was the very first company that Walt Disney that the Walt Disney Company acquired full stake in in 1960
1: Oh that's a really good question
0: hmm I, 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 I googled Disney company acquisitions to find this one
1: hmm. Um, I am going to say ABC, the American Broadcasting Company.
0: It's a great answer, but it is not correct. Ugh. the correct answer is Disneyland. oh, prior to that, they only owned a sixty four percent stake, which coincidentally ABC owned the other thirty six percent
1: oh, okay, ah, uh-huh. fun, huh? Yeah, that is interesting. I didn't right, know that.
0: So I, get, I get three on that one.
1: All right. learn something so new every I, day.
0: Now it's yours.
1: All right. Um, I I am 50-50 that I may have, either you or me have already asked this question on, on a Disney games, but I'm still asking it anyway. All right. Uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy, what are the three items that Rocket needs to escape from the prison?
0: You have asked this question before and you think it would be, that dude's arm is one of them. Um... That dude's arm, um, s- uh, something in the tower. Okay. I can't remember what it is. Something in the tower and then, um, like an explosive or something, I think.
1: But, okay. Like, I um, hmm. I just um, that dude's arm. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually his leg, but, you know, oh, you, 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 you get the idea. I was going to give that one to you. Um, yes. Right. The, the thing that he needs from the tower is a battery. And then there's right. one thing. It's not an explosive that he needs. Um, it's it's something else.
0: Uh, I could, uh, a radio detonator or something. I yeah, I couldn't
1: tell you. It is one of the security guards'
0: armbands. Ah uh, yeah, no, I, I knew I wasn't going to
1: get that one. Ah, I,
0: uh, I should have guessed one on that one. You are killing me. Goodness. All right. What's your next category? Um, it's
1: another MCU, specifically Infinity War. All right, I'm gonna go with the five on that one.
0: Okay. I feel, I feel confident on, on at least Infinity Wars. Um, okay.
1: Magic bands. Magic bands. Oh, gosh. Um, I'm going a one on this one. Okay. All right. Go ahead and ask your question. Uh, in Infinity War, Thor can understand Groot. How is this so? He's a god.
0: <laughs> we've, <laughs> he, he, we've established that when you're a god,
1: you could like, go really far. Yes. He, he mentions a specific reason as to why he can understand Groot.
0: I swear it had something to do with, like, he went to school on Groot's Planet or something like that.
1: You are. At, it is. He took an elective class on Asgard. So, I'm okay. so, like, yes, absolutely. I'm giving it to All you. All right.
0: I'll take it. Yay. All right. I got my five on that one. All right. Nice. I don't feel so bad now. All right. What year did Disney introduce the magic band at Walt Disney World?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. I'm glad I wagered one on this. Yeah. Um, hmm. I'm gonna say I have to like get my head around how far back play, like things are. I am going to say 2010. Final answer. Yes, that is my final answer.
0: I'm sorry, that's incorrect. It was 2013. Oh, no. I was too far back. I believe it was 2013 was the year that new Fantasyland was also introduced. At
1: all. Ah, okay, that makes sense.
0: All right, 2010, round 2013 five. is all blurry round five uh, my last ca- did you say category no I, it's my time okay last category um
1: I mean do, don't I have to wager five on this
0: yeah but yeah I guess do you want to know that I guess it doesn't really matter yeah I guess you have to wager five and I have to wager one so yeah all right fair enough all right well just to let you know what the category is so you're aware uh, it is fame it is, it is, um, Disney voice actors.
1: Okay, all right. I'm actually happy that I got five on this one. We'll see.
0: All right. And what's your category?
1: Uh, Pixar movies that you love and adore.
0: All right. Fair enough. All right. So here's my here's my question, and I hope you studied up after our um, Disney villains um, uh, 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 spectacular because this directly re- uh, has to do with something that you mentioned on the show. Oh no. Which actor? Who played Uncle Albert in Mary Poppins? Did Alan Tudyk mimic when providing the voice of King Candy?
1: Oh shoot! Um. Oh, I know the guy's name,
0: <laughs> and
1: <laughs> oh, it's on the tip. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. It's on the tip of my tongue. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue it is I would oh my gosh to see what you' doing right now, oh my gosh, <laughs> I, know I know it, I know it, I know it, I know it, I know it hang on, hang on it is it is Ed Wynn, you got it, oh yes. my God, I was
0: not expecting you to get that one
1: wow uh, my Where wife's favorite movie, my wife's favorite movie is Mary Poppins, so I definitely know a lot about Mary Poppins and That was one of those, like.
0: Oh. Yeah. Okay. You got it. All right. Go ahead and give me this one for one point.
1: All right. In Turning Red. Okay. What is the name of May's ancestor that started the whole Red Panda ordeal?
0: Oh, God. Oh, come on. uh, Sun Yi. That is absolutely correct. Yes. All right. Sun Yi. Yes. I knew it. I had like, okay, there you go. Woo. All right. Well, at the end of regular play, you are leading right now, 18 to 12. That's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, but here's what you got to realize. Um, this final round, uh, both of us have questions that will allow the other person to get up to nine possible correct answers. So, these 12 or 18 could literally be worthless because based on whatever we wager, whether it's one point, two points, three points, four points, or five points, if the other person gets it right, they get that times whatever, however many they get right, they get times the wager. If everything they get wrong, they get times the wager and however it shakes out brings us to the final amount here. So um, let's give our categories and we'll give us a second to think about what, um, uh, to kind of think about what we want to do here. So here's my category for you. I'm going to read various Easter eggs that are found throughout Disney films. Ooh. You have to determine if the Easter egg is true or false.
1: Ooh, interesting.
0: Yeah. So that's my category for you. And then what about yours for me?
1: So mine is a Disney parks attractions question. Okay. so it's it's based on a survey that I found that I found extremely interesting, and I think it's a good question. Can I ask for
0: clarity real quick?
1: Yes. Is this Disney Parks
0: as in Walt Disney World or other parks?
1: Walt Disney World.
0: Thank you. I just wanted to make sure because if it's Disney World, it's going to change my answer.
1: Okay. That, that is a very good, uh, that's a very good uh, uh, um, uh, clarification. Yes. All right. Think
0: through how much you want to wager. I'm thinking through mine.
1: Oh, I'm going five all the way, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, crap! If you're going five all the way, I gotta go
0: five then. All right. Uh, here we go. Um, okay. Do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first?
1: Let's let's have me answer first, so then you know how many points you need to get to beat me.
0: Okay, that works. That works.
1: All right. Here we go. Easter egg number
0: one: Is this true or false? The animators put skulls in Gaston's eyes. As he falls to his death to show that he's going to die. That one is true. All right. That is correct. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to say one. and I'll just keep adding up on that. Okay. Um, Both Belle and Cinderella make a
1: cameo appearance in the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh, I know Belle does, but I don't know about Cinderella. Okay. Just because I know that Belle does, I'm going to say true.
0: Sorry. That is incorrect. (sighs)
1: So, so Belle does, but Cinderella
0: does not. Belle does, but Cinderella does not. Okay. Uh, Stan Lee does not make a cameo in Big Hero Six, even though it's based on a Marvel comic. Stan Lee uh, that does is, not make a cameo. That is
1: that is that is false. He does make a cameo at the in the like end credit scene.
0: All right, very good. Yes. All right, so that gives you a point. Oops. All right, I'm
1: feeling good. I'm, right? feeling good. I'm feeling good. Yes, I am. Yeah, I turned. He my makes video an off appearance as
0: happened. as uh, he voices Fred's dad. Yes. Okay. Uh, number four, a stuffed Mickey Mouse makes an appearance in Zootopia.
1: Hmm. Uh, I'm going to say false on that one. Sorry, that's incorrect. He actually
0: does. Oh. He is in a baby stroller. Oh, okay. That's cool. Number five, when Maui sings your are Welcome in Moana, a yellow drawing of flounder can be seen. That one is true. I know that one. All right. That is correct. Number six, the Aladdin lamp can be found in the treasure room of Tamatoa's lair in Moana.
1: That sounds like it could be true. I'll say true.
0: That is correct. Number seven, Dory can be found in the movie Brother Bear during the montage when Denahi and Sitka are fishing.
1: Oh, let's see. Brother Bear was, hmm, that would be crossing Disney and Pixar. So I'm going to say false on that one. You're going to say false. Okay,
0: that is correct. It is false. It's actually Nemo who can be found.
1: Oh, really? I, I, that's
0: surprising yeah. that it was a crossover. Huh. Yep. Number eight, Jock from Lady and the Tramp can be spotted among the hyenas in The Lion
1: King. Ooh. Um. Yeah, he's got that color scheme. That sounds like ridiculous enough to be true. I'm going to say true. It is true. His profile
0: can be seen, yes. Wow. All right, number nine, when Raja is transformed back into a big tiger after Jafar is defeated, his head is briefly turned into Mickey Mouse.
1: Oh, um, I'm going to say false on that one.
0: I'm sorry, it's incorrect. It's actually true.
1: Oh, dang it. Okay, how many did I All get? All right,
0: so you got net three correct. So that brings you to 33 points total. So I've got to get what is it 6 times 5 no 5 times 5 4 times 4 times 5 4 times no, I got to get 5 correct I got to get a net 5 to beat you here I believe in you Yeah
1: Okay so uh you know this this is a in an interesting question here that I I think I it 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 was very thought provoking to me and while um, I don't think you know this specific survey. I think I think you will be able to make some very good educated guesses here. So, there is a, um, a company called Upgraded Points, and they conducted a survey in March of 2021 of U.S. residents to determine which Disney, Walt Disney World rides were the most popular. Um, so, they have a top ten. Nine of the top ten are in the Magic Kingdom with one of them not being in the Magic Kingdom. What are the ten rides?
0: Wow, okay. Uh, We're going to start with Peter Pan's Flight. That is actually not on the list, according to this survey. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to go negative one on that one. Uh, Space Mountain.
1: Space Mountain, that is actually the number one.
0: Okay. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train.
1: Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is not on there.
0: Okay, negative
1: one. Um, Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion is the second one. Pirates Caribbean. That's number three. Small World. Small World. That's number mm-hmm, mm-hmm, six.
0: Space Mountain.
1: You already said Pardon. Space Mountain, but yes.
0: Um, Jeez. Okay, what's the one that's not inside Magic Kingdom?
1: Kilimanjaro Safari? Not Kilimanjaro Safari.
0: How many? To- I've had five guesses so far, I think.
1: I think you've had five. Okay.
0: Not be honestly
1: true. i haven't been keeping track
0: <laughs> so i've got one net positive right now i know that um gosh uh tiki room not the tiki room wow okay so i'm at six now well i can't win then but just keep going um, you're missing some big ones in magic kingdom what the heck in- am i missing yeah jungle cruise jungle cruise is actually not on there uh dumbo Dumbo is one of them. Tea
1: party, not the tea party.
0: I've got two more guesses. Um,
1: because you you've gotten Space Mountain, Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, It's a Small World, Dumbo. So you've gotten you've gotten five of them.
0: Yeah, wait, you said It's a Small World wasn't on there though.
1: No, I I said you know, that it was It's a Small five World. Five right, but
0: I, well then I guess. But how many have I gotten wrong?
1: I have no idea. I think I'm... I'm just actually that, curious to see what you can get probably, whether you can get all 10. I'm probably, I don't care how many guesses. I'm probably
0: at one then at this point. Okay. So this will be my final guess for the game, and then we can keep going. Um, Prince Charming's Regal Carousel? Not the Carousel. All right. So I wound up with a net zero on that. That's beside the point.
1: Okay. <laughs> I didn't know if that... Uh, I have a, a backup question, right. if you would rather have, because that was kind of a subjective H- survey question. Carousel of Progress. Carousel of Progress is on there. Are you serious? Yeah. For the average yeah.
0: Disney layperson, I call bull, bull crap.
1: So, um, well, give the me the top the ten, 10 on this thing. The top 10 is as such Space Mountain, Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, Big Thunder Mountain, Splash Mountain, It's a Small World, Dumbo the Flying Elephant, Avatar Flight of Passage, Walt Disney's Carousel of Progress, and Buzz Lightyear's Space Ranger Spin. Oh.
0: Bull oh, crap.
1: That, I, I call bull crap on that survey. I mean well, there are think some about
0: choices on that, but Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin.
1: But think about it. I'll bet that if you're if you're uh surveying the average adult, the the average adult has mostly been to Magic Kingdom. And so there's probably a lot of people that the only ride that they have the only like ride that they've the the the, that kind of ride they've been on is Space you're and Buzz Lightyear's huge versus Toy
0: Story Midway Mania.
1: Yeah, again, if you've only been to Magic Kingdom,
0: but they haven't. according to this, they've been to Animal Kingdom to do Avatar Flight of Passage. Yeah. I
1: mean, vey. yeah, Goodness. It's interesting. All right.
0: What is your backup question? Just, My, just, just for craps and giggles, real quick. Yeah,
1: you know, actually, I will, I will happily ask it. Hang on, I got to pull it up here.
0: All right. Wow.
1: I feel it, like so. Uh-huh. And it and it goes by it goes by state as well to like give what like what's the most popular ride in each state, wow. um, it it's a really fascinating survey.
0: Yeah, it's something. <laughs> okay,
1: so my, my backup question beca- because I I uh, 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 wanted to have something is uh, was going to be put these movies in order of release so All by right. release date. And you you, you can choose whether you want to go oldest to newest or newest to oldest. Whatever you want to do.
0: All right.
1: Uh, Dumbo. Sleeping Beauty. Robin Hood. The Jungle Book. Mary Poppins. The Little Mermaid. The Great Mouse Detective. Who Framed Roger Rabbit. uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Toy Story. All right. I think this is my answer. We'll see. Um, okay.
0: Going from oldest to youngest or from oldest to newest. Um, Dumbo. Okay. Jungle Book. Sleeping okay. Beauty. Mary Poppins. Robin Hood. Little Mermaid. Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Grace Mo- Great Mouse Detective. Toy Story and Nightmare Before Christmas.
1: Okay. Um, you got, you, you got, um, Dumbo was correct and, um, and, um, Robin Hood, you had correct in there, but then all the other ones, you just jumbled up slightly. Okay. So, um, Great Mouse Detective was 1986, Who Framed Roger Rabbit was 1988, and Little Mermaid was 1989. So you got those three jumbled up.
0: I knew those three were, I, I, I swear Who Framed came before, um, uh, or came after Little Mermaid. I,
1: I, that one, the only reason I know is because the, the 30 years of Disney Store pin sets had well, Roger okay, Rabbit yeah. before Little I, Mermaid. I
0: had, right, I had it in the right order, but yeah, I got you. Okay.
1: Um, and the Nightmare Before Christmas was 1993, and Toy Story not until 1995. I knew Toy Story, I
0: thought Toy Story was 94, and I thought Nightmare was 95.
1: And then the other jumbled up Sleeping Beauty was 1959, Mary Poppins 1964, and Jungle I Book always, 1967.
0: I always screw up Sleeping Beauty. I always put that as a 60s movie, and I know yeah. it's a 50s movie, but I always yeah it's that late 50s, 50s. So and I knew that, and I knew that Jungle Book was the final. Well, if that was the case, then I probably should have put that after Sleeping Beauty because Jungle Book was the last animated movie that Walt worked on. Yeah. Hmm. Well, there it is. No, <laughs> well, either way, I completely was destroyed uh this time around. Holy smokes, man. Wow. All right. Well Goodness. What can you do? Anyway, yeah, it's you know. closing time. It's closing time. Uh next week, um we are recording uh Yeah, what are we we're, recording? Oh, we're doing like Star Wars. Star Wars. Oh, hey, awesome. Day. Yeah. Awesome. Going to Star Wars Land over there. Oh, I got I gotta share a proud uncle moment for a moment. Okay. My, my niece, Lily, is officially into Grogu Baby Yoda. Nice. Yes, I know, I
1: know. But nice. Anyway,
0: all right. It's closing time. How do they get a hold of us, Matt?
1: You can email us, beersandears1928 at gmail.com. Uh, uh, Twitter and Instagram at BeersEars1928. Uh, as always, you can check us out on the Sorcerer Network. Uh, Casey's doing a great job of keeping things updated there, and I've got some stuff brewing for there as well. Um, and then um, uh, uh, rate and review us like all these wonderful people have done. Uh, five stars, five stars. And, uh, yeah, come, coming back with Star Wars Episode 6 next week.
0: All right, let's raise our glasses, ladies and gentlemen. This episode has been on us. We will see you again real
1: soon. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.
0: Thank you for listening to a Sorcerer Network podcast.